Welcome everyone to another episode of Just a Little Sip. I am your host, Joe Arceo. So here I am in my new uh, location, um, in my new recording studio, also known as my uh, home office, also known as the spare bedroom where I just put a table and, a, and my microphone in it. Um, it just... Uh, I, I do I do have a home office now um, uh, where I do my daily jobbings. Um, that's where I I, I I do work from home for uh, you know I just started working from home let's see last week um, and hopefully you know I don't screw this up too bad where I can keep working from home um, but uh, uh, it's it's pretty nice. To be honest, to be able to um, wake up a little later. Well, to be honest, I don't wake up uh, later. I wake up at the same time, if not earlier, just so that I can drag my fat ass to the gym uh, before the shift starts. So I basically wake up, uh, go to the gym, work out for about an hour, um, and then come home, uh, and then and then clock in for work. Um, yeah, sometimes I don't get to shower <laughs> uh, before the shift starts. You know, that's uh, it is what it is. Sometimes I'm a little gross, but you know, I'm here by myself, so I don't really have anyone to uh, try and um, and uh, what's the what's the word impress or anyone to uh, uphold my 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 hygiene. No. Um, try to um yeah so my fat sweaty ass can be here all day and then i can still uh shower after work or during a break or something um yeah i still have my 15 minute breaks i still have only my half hour for lunch so there's and i you know i have to be uh, working the entire time so it's not like i'm home playing video games or something and uh just dicking around no 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 i'm still working i'm still unavailable to the rest of the family um i basically i tell them consider me home but not home you know what i mean so um i'm basically still unavailable but you know it just at least at least uh i don't have to to travel to work i don't have to um you know spend an hour on the road to and from work uh, no, you know, I save money on gas, I save money on uh, eating at the cafeteria, I get to uh, spend lunches here, it's usually just a, either like a sandwich or some leftovers from the night before, but you know, I'm a fan of sandwiches, I'm a fan of leftovers, um, and so, uh, oh, and then just recently Robin bought uh, these um, instant pho bowls, um, which which are surprisingly tasty I, I believe she bought that from costco um they're they're basically like your cup of noodles like your ramen noodles but they're they're pho instead um so you, you know put hot water in it you know let the let the noodles soak up or you know let the noodles get hot and then you eat them with like the flavor packets like uh, but i found that the uh that the soup is very it's much more salty than it than a regular ramen bowl uh, or a cup of noodles. I find it a little more salty. So what I'm doing is I put the, the seasoning or the vegetables 
um, all of it in the oil. Uh, the oil packet that comes with it, I put all of that, but then the actual salt packet, the flavor packet, I'm only putting about half, um, you know, just to cut down on the, um, just to cut down on the salt. Uh, and then after that, it tastes, it tastes really good. So, um, it's nice, a little quick, quick, uh, quick meal. Um, you know, if I don't have uh, deli meat or something to make a sandwich. So I'm just, uh, you know, I'm enjoying my time at home. It's, it's actually... Uh, I didn't know how much I'd like it, to be honest. I was always afraid to work from home. I was always afraid that, you know, I'd be kind of, um, what's the, what's the term where you just want to get out? Cabin fever, I think. Yeah, you're just kind of stuck and you just want to, want to get out and, you know, you're just kind of sick of being home. I mean, yeah, it's only been a week, but, uh, so far so good. I like... I don't, I don't feel that at all. I actually feel like I'm uh, getting out more than I'm working from home. Um, you know, obviously, besides the eight hours that I'm working, uh, again, I'm, I'm going to the gym every day. Um, so far, who knows, next week I'll probably be like, you know what, fuck this. God damn it. I have to wake up at 4.30 to go to the gym? Fuck. Why can't I just sleep for the extra hour or hour and a half? Um but so far, so good. Again, uh, and then, um, you know, going to see, uh, going out with Jacob more, uh, me and Storm more. We, we go for walks during the day, during my breaks. Um, uh, you know, I'm just just uh, really enjoying it so far. So, uh, you know, hopefully it stays enjoyable. Um, and then if not, you know, I can always go back to the office and, Go back to my cubicle or to a cubicle. They probably won't give you my old one. Um, you know, I always have that option too. But let's just let's just see how how far this goes. And you know, it uh, so far so good, I guess. So yeah, I'm here in my new home office. Um, I did try to make it um, homey for me, so I did uh, hang up some posters from 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 the uh, from the apartment that I haven't hung up yet. Even though we've been here for two years now, finally got time to got time and a reason to hang up some posters hang up uh, some of the artwork that i've bought since you know while at a c2e2 while i well, while we were at uh, walker stalker con um just some just some artwork <clears throat> it, and it feels nice it feels nice to have a, a space just to basically call my own and um just to kind of kind of have and hang out in so it, it feels good um have a I, I mean I'm obviously I want to be able to put more stuff up um but you know some of this other artwork is okay it's just not some of my favorite I think I just bought them because it was like a buy buy two get get the third one free or something like that and I'm just like oh I like this one I like this one third one it doesn't matter um you know still kind of like that um but yeah again uh, we'll see how long this, this this goes. So far, so far, I'm loving it, and uh, hopefully, I get to to keep doing it. Uh, and you know, if uh, I, I, the only thing that kind of worries me about working from home is that this this might be it. Like I, I mean, uh, as far as getting ahead in the company, do having more opportunities in the company. Um, you know, like being manager or being a higher up or, or something like that. I, I, some, I feel like, uh, 
maybe um, they they wouldn't consider me because of the fact that I work from home now. Um, but, you know, if the opportunity's there, hopefully they um, make it public. Since I'm not in the office, I'm not going to hear, you know, rumblings of, of open positions or anything. And um, hopefully they, you know, make it public and I can put my name in the hat, so to speak. Uh, but that, yeah, that's just, that's my one fear right now. It's just that this is kind of it, you know, um, I, I work from home and, and this is where I'm going to be till, uh, the day I retire. Um, I, I, and you know, and then that, that part, uh, I don't, I don't want to say scares me, but yeah, I guess, I guess you could say scares me just because, um, the fact that, you know, uh, this might be where I'm at for the rest of my life, uh, for the rest of my working life, which is fine because so far I'm loving it, but it's like, uh, is this, am I not going to be able to, to move ahead anywhere? Is this, this basically this position, this is it. But then, you know, there are people out there that work the same position for like, you know, 30 years, 40 years until retirement. So what makes me so special? What, why, why is it any different? Um, for me, you know, um, so there is that as well. And then I always get to do this on the side and then I also get to, you know, stream and play video games on the side as well. So there's also that, um, so I'm also trying to still find students to teach and to train with. Um, there's always that too. So, I mean, it's not like this is the only thing I got going for me. So for sure I have other stuff, uh, not in the works, but other stuff that I like doing, and and <laughs> and again, I'm hoping to get paid for for some of this other stuff one day. But you know, if it if it uh, if it's meant to happen, it's gonna happen. Um, I got to keep telling myself that. You know, I've only been doing this podcast game for like a one or two years now. Um, there's just I have to build up my audience before I can start, um, you know, making money off of it, and you know, gotta pay my dues. Uh, everyone's got to start from somewhere. Everyone's got to start from the bottom. Um, and you know, I'm still just on my, my building, my building phase. So, um, eh, there, there is that. Um, also speaking of training, uh, beat the crap out of cancer is, uh, November 3rd of this year. I'm starting to get back into training for that. Obviously I'm going back to the gym, um, uh, every morning. And then I'm doing classes with my, my teacher, Pete, and then again, I'm always on the lookout for people that want to train here or train with me um, at at the dojo. Um, so if you're interested, just let me know. Uh, if if uh, if you're not, you know, whatever, that's cool. Uh, but uh, again, beat the crap out of cancer. It is a yearly um, fundraiser for St. Jude uh, uh, Research Center um, for, for, uh, pediatric cancers. Um, I do this every year. Uh, basically, uh, each fighter, uh, tries to, uh, you know, they set up an account and each fighter tries to raise money from pledges from people, from donations from people to, you know, to donate to what a great, you know, a wonderful, wonderful cause to raise money for St. Jude's hospital. Um, and then basically, we just try to raise money in the months before the event, um, and then at the event we come together in one location and we basically 
um, fight it out. Um, each person they pick their own pick their own level of intensity. Each each uh, combatant uh, picks their own weapon. Um, you know, it has to be agreed on with your partner. Let's say if me and so and so are planning to fight, like, hey, uh, what do you feel like fighting? Uh, do you want to do one stick, double stick, stick and knife, a knife fight, um, empty hands? Do you want just want to do a grappling match? Do you want to do a kickboxing match, a boxing match? Uh, it depends on on you and your partner, whatever you guys agree on, and then. After you agree on what type of fight, uh, then you agree on what level of intensity. So do you want to go all out? You know, go 100%. Do you just want um, to go 50%? Let's keep it kind of light, easy, technical. Um, There's also a term called no wind, where when you swing your stick, uh, you don't want to hear the... You don't want to hear that. Um, where it'll just be nice and easy, so you're going like maybe 25, 50%. But with that, there is always the risk of like um, one of you getting hit. Let's say I get hit with the 50%, and then for whatever reason, you know, adrenaline starts pumping, you don't like getting hit, so you want to return the favor. Then you start ramping it up to 75% and then he gets hit or she gets hit and then they ramp theirs up to 75 to 80% and then now all of a sudden uh, you're about 85 to 100%. I've seen it happen. It happens a lot um, that way. And then uh, so people in the crowd, the 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 referee, no, not the referee, the, um, the ringmaster, um, basically he has to remind them like, hey, 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 hey. Remember, we said 50%. Everyone agreed 50%. Tone it down. Don't get carried away. Um, so, you know, there, 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 there is that. That happens. That happens quite a bit. It's just natural. Um, no one likes getting hit. And, you know, they always want to um, have the upper hand. Uh, you know what I mean? So uh, there, there is always that. And, you know, you, you don't have to fight with uh, a, a rattan stick. Um, I know my first beat the crap out of cancers my first time sparring people i've i've done padded sticks padded uh knives before um just because you know i was new getting getting into it and i didn't want to get hurt so i would always you know when i started i I would do padded but now that i have kind of progressed and evolved a little bit i am you know i'm down for for a hard stick i'm down for um, an actual rattan match and I'm always down to go I always ask the people like hey you know what do you want to do a single stick sure that's usually my go-to I usually I sometimes do double stick um, last year is my first time doing staff um, which reminds me I should probably train more staff because I do want to rematch with Mr. Ken Ken LeFeu you bastard made me think I broke my finger um, uh I do want a, a rematch. I just want to see where I'm at with the staff. I, last year I wasn't very good. Um, but then again, I haven't been training with staff. So probably I'm at the same level I was last year. And I'm probably just going to get my ass kicked again. But uh, that that is always the fun part of Beat the Crap Out of Cancer. Um, learning about yourself. Uh, learning about what works. What actually works in a fight. Uh, what... what 
you know what techniques that that you've been training that you've been you've been practicing do they actually work for you in a in a high stress high adrenaline situation um, one technique that might work for me may not work for you depending on uh, level of skill depending on reach depending on um, body size like if I'm gonna go in and clinch on somebody and I you know and if they're smaller than me I have maybe little to no risk of getting taken down because they are smaller um, whereas if I go in on somebody and clinch and they're you know um, taller, more muscular, have better grappling and wrestling, then I'll be in trouble because I know I'm going to be on the ground and I know my ground game is not the greatest. I have a move on the ground. It's called the dead fish and the dead fish is my go-to. Basically, I just lay down and I wiggle. I don't really do much on the ground. I kind of just survive until the bell rings and then the round is over. That's basically my 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 game plan on the ground it's it's pretty awful i will admit i um i i do try to work on it as much as i can but there is just so much that you know i can i can do when when the guy on top has been doing wrestling for 12 years and he's a um you know collegiate wrestler high school wrestler uh black belt or blue belt in jujitsu brown belt in jiu-jitsu and here i am just i wouldn't even consider myself a white belt in jiu-jitsu i'm just kind of a guy that may that a guy that just does not do well on the ground that's 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 me so um i, I keep i try to keep fight standing if they go to the ground i i fight to survive i fight to get back to my feet because that's where i want the fight to to end up in my favor but again, um, I can always say like, hey, um, can we keep the fight standing? I don't want to go to the ground. But then I feel like if I do that, I'm limiting myself as a fighter um, only to play in my strengths and never in my weaknesses. Um, I mean, that's I, I don't think it's necessarily like fair for the other guy or, you know, it's just uh, it's just like. I'm afraid to get my ass kicked. That's why I want to stay standing, which, you know, um, it happens. Some people just don't like getting their asses kicked. Some people just don't like um, feeling vulnerable, you know. But as as I've learned through the years, doing training, um, learning, lots of learning, you can only learn when you're uncomfortable. Like that's that's the you have to learn to be comfortable when you're uncomfortable. I guess if that makes sense. Um, like so, when I first started out with this whole Filipino martial arts, the Dog Brothers, the stick fighting, I, I you know. I, Absolutely. It's my first time. So absolutely, I was uncomfortable. And uh, the more that I got used to holding a stick, holding a knife, swinging both both arms at the same time, the more that I got used to it, the more I felt comfortable with it. Um, and now I'm not afraid to 
to um, engage someone with with a stick uh, or with a knife because I'm uh, more comfortable with it. I'm I'm still very uncomfortable on the ground, um, and that's just due to my lack of like experience on the ground. Is due to um, I mean I'm I'm claustrophobic, so every single time I can't I'm I'm pinned or like you know underneath somebody I I get very uncomfortable. I start to panic. Panic mode sets in pretty quick for me. Um, and then that's a problem that I've been trying to, to, to deal with. Like even right now, just thinking about it, like having my arms restricted or, or, and I'm laying on the ground. That's, that's a huge panic, uh, mode for me. Just thinking about it now, like if I'm handcuffed or something and I end up on the ground, uh, with my arms tied behind my back or something like that, I'm, I'm in immediate panic mode, uh, because I can't move, I can't get up. Uh, my mobility is restricted. I'm, I'm right now. I'm already sweating. I'm uh, my pa- my palms are getting uh, palms are getting sweaty. Um, I'm I'm already hyperventilating. I can feel it. Um, just thinking about even just having my hands tied behind my back and and me on the ground. <laughs> uh, uh, so let alone that, and then have someone on top of you um, punching you or uh, you know, restricting your airway, choke, trying to choke you, or um, just using their body mass on top of you. Um, when it, when when I find another part that that I find very uncomfortable is when someone's on top of me and they're bigger than I am, or not even necessarily just that much bigger than I am. It's just that they you they know how to move their weight where it feels you know where it's on top of my chest or or they are. Um, have their legs wrapped around my abdomen, restricting my breathing, or or something where where it's making me difficult to breathe. That's when the panic sets in for me, and that's when I find it hard to to clear my mind and and to just be like, okay, you've been here before. What do you do in this situation? Like, let's go through steps A, B, and C. So when I do that, it's like. I, I try. I really, really try. I really try to, to sit there and be like, okay, you've been here. Okay, calm down. Breathe, 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 breathe. Um, you know, you've been here already. Let's let's get to A, B, and C. But my process is so slow because I'm I'm fighting that panic mode. I'm fighting that that sheer terror that I'm gonna I'm feeling in that moment. That my my hey, let's get my talking to myself like hey, okay, what's A, B, and C? It's it's always delayed um, because you know the guy on top he knows what he's doing. Um, he's already by the time I'm like okay, he's he's got full mount or whatever, or he's got he's in my guard now. What do you do? By the time I'm figuring out what position that I'm in and what advantages he may have, he's already moving on to something else. And then I'm like okay, I gotta start this process over. Don't panic what's happening and then he's already moved on to something else and don't panic uh what's happening and then i'm getting choked or something like that you know that's just my that's 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 what happens when i'm on the ground i'm just very slow to process what's happening i'm very slow to to problem solve uh just because i'm always fighting fighting that fear fighting that that um panic um 
and it's just something that I have to work on. So like I said, it's just I have to feel comfortable being uncomfortable. But the ground game is a huge um, hole for me because of the fact that I get so uncomfortable with it that um, I just want to quit. I want to panic and I want to um, end it because, you know, I can't. I, I find it hard to deal with. But whatever. That's just one of my holes in my game that I and I that I have to work on and you know I try to I try to I try to get better uh, I try to get better either I avoid it or I try to get better at it so um, there's that so there's that beat the crap out of cancer again is on on uh, November 3rd um, it's a should be a great time as usual um, link for the Link for the um, for the website for my page will be up soon. Um, I will probably think sometime in you know next month or in November or no sorry um, September October um, the the page will be up so we can start um, so we can start fundraising for that. Um, oh, and a couple of things. Um, Oh, wow, I'm already at 25 minutes. Uh, There's a few things that I I just watched recently. Just thought, you know, um, good recommendation. If you're into scary movies, if you're into horror movies, I will recommend the movie Veronica. It's on Netflix. It's a Spanish movie. um, So you're going to have to watch it with subtitles. So if you don't like subtitles, I'm sorry. But um, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry about that. Uh, But... It's, uh, it's, it's a good one. It's a really good one. I don't think I've ever been, um, I don't want to say scared in a movie, but, um, just it, it was good. It was very good filmmaking. Um, it, it didn't rely on jump scares. I mean, yes, there are jump scares in it, uh, like in every horror movie, but these scares were, some of them didn't even have jump scares. It was just more tension driven. It was very, some of the scenes in there were, were um, just looking back on it now, very simple in execution, but with the with the help of the music, with the acting, with the um, with the lighting, it, it made it very very creepy. And um, also, I read online as well that some people have trouble um, finishing this movie because of how uncomfortable it makes them feel, about how scary it is for some people. Um, if, if, if it helps, watch it with a group of people. Um, that's what I ended up doing because uh, whenever Robin, um, me and Robin and her cousins hang out, we always find ourselves watching horror movies. Um, I'm not sure why. I think it's just, we just, we just, it's just, it's just our thing. Some people like going to the mall. Some people like eating out at restaurants. Us, we just tend to watch horror movies all the time. And when we were here, um, we, they were wondering, you know, what's, what's to do. And then I was like, Hey, I heard about this horror movie that, that, um, I told you guys about a little while ago. Let's, let's give it a shot. And then we ended up watching it and we ended up, um, <laughs> thoroughly enjoying ourselves. Meaning, you know, it was very, it was very creepy at some parts. There was one part I can, I can definitely tell at one part of the movie where people, 
basically shut it off because they couldn't they probably couldn't handle it anymore and during that part of the movie i'm not going to spoil it but during that part of the movie um robin went upstairs to tend to jacob because uh he woke up i guess he was hungry so i was sitting on the couch with robin's cousins and you know we were we were watching this movie watching this part and when 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 that very very creepy part happened um lara one of robin's cousins was hitting me on the right side, like, oh my god, Joe, oh my god, like, hitting me on the arm, hitting me on the shoulder, and, uh, Steven, her brother, was on my left side, oh my god, Joe, oh my god, hitting me on my left side, so, basically, I was trying to watch this, this very tense part of the movie, uh, but I'm, I'm getting hit from both sides. I'm getting yelled at from both sides, but I'm trying to focus on the movie. Thank God there's subtitles so I can still kind of know what's happening. But I, I basically had a big smile on my face, um, because of how, um, creepy, creepy this part of the movie was. It's, it was very, um, uh, well done. Very, very well done. It didn't rely on a jump scare. Maybe there was a jump scare in the beginning, of that scene but then it just uh, built up the tension built up the creepiness and and good on you veronica and, and and the makers of that movie i would recommend it highly recommend it if you're a fan of horror movies again there is no english dubbed version um on netflix it is strictly just spanish um and it's not like south american spanish not like mexican spanish it's spain spanish like from madrid spanish so it's it's that type but uh, i do highly recommend that movie um i would give it i would give it a john wick i would give it an 8.5 it's very very good um i i believe you know it's uh it if you're again if you're a fan of the horror genre you're gonna you're gonna love it if you're not a fan of the horror genre you're gonna hate it <laughs> because it is very effective in my opinion on on delivering uh, what what it was sent out to be, and also apparently it is based on a true story, um, where basically I'm not going to spoil anything. This this girl does a um, a séance with a bunch of her friends uh, with a Ouija board, and she gets possessed. Basically, that's 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 the movie. Um, and she, you, you see her, you know, dealing with the possession and all that. So, um, it, it is a possession movie. So if you're not into those, um, sorry. Um, but if you are great, this is, this is right up your alley. Um, that's why I don't mess with Ouija boards. I say, fuck that shit. Um, I always have seen like bad, you know, from movies and, you know, those shows on TV, like, a haunting in Connecticut or a haunting in, I don't know, Georgia or whatever or something. Something along those lines. One of those haunting ghost hunter shows. Um, whenever there's a Ouija board involved, that shit goes crazy. So I never, 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 ever, 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 ever going to mess with a Ouija board. Fuck that shit. I don't want to open some doors that I don't know how to close. Um, so yeah, there is that. So fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that Ouija board, but the movie's good. Um, movie's good, and let's see here. So another movie that I, well, let's be fair. I didn't watch this entire movie. I watched only part of this movie um, because I was in the shower, and then when I got out of the shower, 
uh, Robin and Jacob were watching Coco. Um, I was in the middle. Uh, they were in the middle of the movie, so I decided to sit and watch. I th- I I think I was halfway through the movie because a lot has already happened. Um, but, you know, again, I was in the middle and maybe like 40 minutes in, 20 minutes in. So I'm not sure what pe- pe- people's, you know, characters' names are. All I know is um, this guy, um, I don't even know the main character's name. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know his name. Um... The main character, he wanted from from what I got. This is what I got from from where I was in the movie. He ended up in the afterlife somehow, um, and the only way to get back into the living world is to get a family member's blessing to come back. Um, but he's he's also a musician, um, the little boy. And he wants to get a specific person's blessing before coming back. He wants to get his great-great-grandfather's blessing, who is the greatest musician in the world, Mr. Ernesto de la Cruz. Um, he wants to get his blessing to come back um, and be a musician. He wants to prove to his great-great-grandfather that, hey, I have what it takes. I want to be like you. I want to be the greatest musician in the world. So he's on this adventure. Um, again, this is from what I got like 20 minutes in. He's on this adventure with a guy named Hector, um, who his is like his guide. And then there's a dog. I don't know how the fuck the dog got there. But then all of a sudden at the like, uh, like he's he's interacting with the the spirits. So this boy is not a ghost, but he's in the afterlife. And I don't know how the fuck the dog got there, but the dog is also you know with the spirits. I. I was like, did the dog die? If the dog died, fuck this movie. I'm not watching this movie again because the dog died. Um, but, I, you know, I so the dog was there. And his name was Dante. He just looked like a big idiot. Like a big tongue hanging out. It was like just, just a dumb dog. Um, I love dogs. But this dog, from, you know, the parts that I've seen him in, was kind of dumb. Uh, he even had, like, that dumb look on his face with tongue hanging out. He, I guess his character style was supposed to be a dumb dog. And kudos to them. They succeeded. Um, so they tried to uh, get to, you know, try to get the blessing from uh, Hector. Not Hector. Uh, what's his face? Ern- Ernesto. Ernest. Ernesto? Ernesto, I think. Uh, the, the greatest musician of all time. Uh, try to get his blessing and then so for him to come back. But then... I already knew, like classic Disney, um, the guy's goal was wasn't actually his goal. Somehow it's gonna get fucked. Somehow he's gonna get betrayed. Somehow the the guy that he wanted to impress, the guy who he thought was the shit, was actually shit. He, I knew he was gonna be the bad guy. I saw it. I'm like, fuck this movie. I knew he's gonna be bad. I was waiting for that betrayal to happen, and it happened. And I'm like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> and then um, that happened. But I'm not going to spoil the movie if you haven't haven't seen the rest of it. Um, well, I guess I just did, didn't I? Yeah, I guess I did. Ernesto's the bad guy. Shit. I'm sorry, everybody. Spoiler alert. Whoops. Um, 
So Ernesto's the bad guy. Uh, he ended up being a piece of shit. Uh, and then it uh, turns out the guy who he wanted or who the kid wanted to get his blessings from is actually um, the the poor um, guy that's been guiding him in the afterlife the whole time, Hector. I knew that shit. I knew that shit when I saw him. Like, Hector is the good guy. Hector is actually the greatest musician in the world. Ernesto is going to be the piece of shit who is basically just an actor. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And um, so that happened. But the part... Okay, so... Again, I'm in the middle of this movie. I did not see the entire movie. So I don't know exactly what's happening. But there is this thing. In that movie, it's called um, Fading Out or Fading Away, where the ghost can actually die again. It's like the second second death, I think they called it, where um, the only way that the... Uh, spirit world or the spirits in the spirit world stay in that afterlife stay living in that afterlife so to speak is if um their memory lives on uh through the their living family so once everyone in their family forgets them they fade away uh they go they they die a second time and no one knows what happens when they die that second time so again I'm in the middle of this movie. I have no connection to any of these people. I'm saying like, fuck this movie. I've seen this shit. I know what shit's going to happen. He comes back, finally gets the blessing. But and when he does that, Hector is dying again. Hector is is fading away because um, his last relative is forgetting about him already. And what I didn't realize is his last relative is his daughter, Coco. That's like they come back to the living world. His daughter Coco is like an old lady now. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> so his last living, the last relative that he knows is an old lady. I'm assuming because she's getting forgetful. I'm assuming she has Alzheimer's or something that she's forgetting her dad. And also the fact that backstory is that Hector only got to see his daughter like when she was very very little because he was traveling with Ernesto because he was his guitarist he was the greatest guitar player in the world he was the greatest musician where Ernesto was a piece of shit um and then Ernesto ended up killing Hector right right spoiler alert spoiler Hector dies and <laughs> he was unable to see his daughter because all all Hector wanted to do is like hey I'm done traveling I want to go see Coco. I want to see my daughter. I want to see my family. Then Ernesto's like, you know what? Fuck you, you piece of shit. No, you're not leaving me. And then Ernesto's like, no, I'm leaving you with my guitar, with my songs. Fuck you. Fuck your career. I'm going home to my family. Then Ernesto's like, no, fuck you. Drink this poison. Bitch, you dead. So then that happens. So he died. And then Coco, from what I got, is living, you know, lived her full life she's an old lady now and like with just small memories of her dad and the the most popular song that that Ernesto and and Hector performed was called remember me and when 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 the boy comes back to the living world uh while er Hector is 
dying the second time because Coco is starting to forget him. Um, the boy's like, no, Mama Coco, you got to remember your dad. You got to remember um, Hector. You got to remember everything. And she's being unresponsive and, and you don't know what's going to happen. And then finally he picks up a guitar and he starts playing Remember Me. I started fucking crying. Are you shitting me? Like, I'm halfway through this movie. I don't give a fuck about any of these characters. But then he starts singing Remember Me and you hear the lyrics and you hear how it pertains to Hector who's fading away because Coco's not remembering him and and you you just feel it. The kid is trying his hardest for for um for for Coco for Mama Coco to to remember her dad and then and then when when during during the song she starts perking up and then she starts smiling and then she starts laughing and then she starts singing along with the boy to remember me I kid you not I started fucking bawling I was crying like Jacob when he is hungry just tears everywhere and i'm just like fuck this movie in the best of ways before when i said fuck this movie i'm like fuck this movie this movie sucks now i'm like fuck this movie this movie sucks it fucking made me cry it's so fucking good i'm only halfway in i don't give a shit about these people why am i crying right now i am sobbing when i'm when i'm just listening to this song and and having them, you know, sing together, and she starts perking up and laughing, and then, and then um, he has a, a picture of of what he thought was his grandpa. It had a a section ripped off where where the 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 grandfather's head was ripped off of it. So all he saw was a guitar, his grandma, and and um, great grandma, and and uh, Mama Coco when she was a baby, and then she goes like, "Oh, my dad, he used to." He used to sing me that song when I was little. And I'm just like, oh, fuck you, you bitch. <laughs> and I'm crying. And then and then she pulls out, she goes to a drawer and pulls out a piece of paper. And I'm like, no, you fucking bitch, no. Because the, the boy had this had this uh, ripped photograph um, for whatever the whole movie, I guess. And um, he thought it was going to be Ernesto. But really, like, oh, yeah. I have this, the only picture I have him is this, and it turns out to be the, the ripped corner from the p- picture that the boy has, and they put it together, and it's fucking uh, Hector, I'm like, oh, you fucking bitch, you had that picture the whole time, fuck you, god damn it, and I'm just crying even more, and then, and then, then, then they're singing, and then they go to the afterlife, and then you see Ernest, or you see Hector, and he's, he's fine again, he's, he's, um, uh, laughing and, and all that and then and then all of a sudden you go back into the real the living world and they're hanging up pictures and then um, uh, the boy is talking to a little girl like oh that's your that's your uh, um, abuelo I forgot I forgot how to say uh, grandfather in Spanish abuelo uh, abuelo Hector you got to remember them these are your your great cousins over here because he met the entire family. Uh, these are your cousins. You got to remember them, little one. You got to got to keep their their life, you know, keep their uh, memory strong. Don't ever forget them. And then all of a sudden they they put up 
Mama Coco's picture. Like, she fucking died too! God, why? And I'm crying again. Like, fuck you, Mama Coco. I only met you for five minutes. And how, how are you making me cry so hard? And and then, so, they put up Mama Coco's, uh, the picture. And then, and then you go back into the to the afterlife i'm like no no fuck you and then they just show mama coco with her dad hector and they're cheering having a good time in the afterlife i'm like oh god she's with her family again uh i can't handle and yeah fuck this movie fuck coco god damn it i give it 9.0 just for half half the movie that i saw it's just so fucking good are you kidding me that's how good it. How, that's how good that movie was. I only saw half of the goddamn thing, and I was already invested so greatly in these characters that I didn't give a shit that I don't know the boy's name. I don't know how the dog got there. Um, I, I I basically figured out most of the plot, like going going into it, and 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 then still with all that shit, with all that. It ended up making me have so many feels at the end. Like, how the fuck do you do that unless you're just that goddamn good at storytelling? Maybe I'm just a big sucker, but holy shit. Well done, Coco. Well done. I applaud you. Ah, so good. Um, so if you need... So this is, this is what I recommend. This is what I recommend. So watch Veronica. Watch Veronica on Netflix. See how you like it. Um, if you can't, if you can't handle it, great, you know, that's fine. I'm not going to judge you. Um, it is a very scary movie. But, if you need a palate cleanser, you can watch Coco. But, if you don't like crying, um, I heard people, uh, don't, didn't cry during Coco. I heard, like, they thought it was stupid. I heard, you know, they didn't, they maybe teared up a little bit. But not not full on sobbing like I did. And for those people, you got a heart made of goddamn stone. Got you 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 have no heart. You're you're ice. You're ice. You have no emotions. Cause that was beautiful. That story, beautiful. The 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 lyric the just just the way it was presented, beautiful. And if you didn't even have like if you didn't shed a tear, you're heartless. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. But I recommend those movies. Um, uh, keep the lookout for uh, "Beat the Crap Out of Cancer" links. They're coming up. Um, if you saw Veronica, what'd you think about it? Let me know. What part of Veronica do you think that people um, exited or couldn't finish? Because I'm pretty sure I know what what part, but I want to see what part you think. Um, if you saw Coco. Did you did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you shed a tear? Did you sob like a baby like I did? Uh, let me know in the comments. Um, find me on Twitter, the Chunk, Chunky Dog eighty five C H U N K Y D O G G eighty five on Twitter. Uh, look for me on my Facebook page, just a little sip. Um, I'm on Instagram, uh, Chunky Dog eighty five on there. Uh, see uh, Vero, I'm Chunky Dog eighty five. Snapchat. Chunky Dog 85. Everything is Chunky Dog 85 except for my Facebook page and for the SoundCloud, obviously, is just a little sip. But um, I think that'll do it for this week. Let me know in the comments what you thought about those movies. Uh, let me know in those comments if you're um, if you're if you're hoping if you're excited for me to to actually get back into training and and fighting again. 
Um, let me know in the comments if you're in the neighborhood and you want to you wanna do a training session. Cool. Hit me up. Let me know. Uh, but then, as always, whenever you're feeling parched, remember, all you need is just a little sip. Thank you for listening to Just a Little Sip. <laughs>